welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Cuban Queen Fen. Guys, oh my goodness, I have an amazing, amazing guest by the name of Rich, and he is going to make us think about what we do, how we do, what we say, and where we're going. So let's take a moment out and I'll be back with Rich. So guys, like I was saying, I have Rich Chalanza and he is an image consultant. No, not like that other guy who shall remain nameless on my podcast. He's a, Rich is a real image consultant and he's been working in modeling and all kinds of places. But before I do his introduction to disservice, Rich, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Yeah, I'm Rich Shalenza. I am an image consultant. I grew up in the fashion nightclub industry. Uh, so my fa- my grandfather owned the largest tailor garment shop in all of Chicago, and then my father went on to open a well-known nightclub. So I then went in turn to do some uh, acting and modeling myself, and then went on to write, produce uh, two independent feature films, which in turn, then I ended up writing a couple books, one of them being the Model Bible, which is a must-have guide for any woman trying to break into the fashion industry. And Wingman, which is a must-have guide for men trying to find the woman of their dreams. And then I created a program uh, called Mastering Self-Confidence. And all of this kind of is an umbrella under my image consulting. I hope I kept that. Wow. So I got a lot of different things I could talk about. I mean, no, but this is so cool. This is so cool because, okay, you know that for the past year and a half to two years, social media, internet has taken over everyone's life. And I think one of the craziest things is it's taken away a lot of people's self-confidence. So I think the confidence factor is key. Okay, because you used to model yourself or are you still modeling? No, I'm too old. <laughs> not, that there's, <laughs> not that there's an age limit on modeling by any means, but I'm in my 50s. But wait, I used to wait, model, wait, yes, wait, when wait, I was wait, younger. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold the press. You are what? I'm going to be 53. So I don't know if even whatever. That's why I do the anti-aging. Not because I think I look that youthful, but I definitely can help others look very youthful. Okay. If anyone is looking at or has looked at the episode art for this, please let this man know that he does not look like he is a bit in his 50s. I would have thought you were like 35 at best. And I am not in any way like being funny, gaslighting you or anything. Like I really thought, that you were in your 30s. That's one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to me in the last couple decades. But yeah, I, I, I guess I'm not going to lie. I know most guys, except that I'm bald, but I know what I look like for my age. And that's one of the things most people want to talk to me and my girlfriend about, Rhea, who's also 52, who looks literally in her 30s because she's Filipino and just has incredible genetics. But that's why I've kind of started, honestly, the, the 
anti-aging and kind of confidence combined, because I think a lot of people need to understand that they can look incredible or be more youthful or live an extraordinary life affordable. And, you know, you can do this. And a lot of people are either ashamed because they want to look younger or are ashamed to bring it up, but you got to have the confidence. Right. I want to look a certain way at my age. I don't want to look like, I don't want to look like a golfer or I don't want to look 60, right? If I'm 50, I want to kind of look 30. That doesn't mean I'm going right. to hate like a 30 year older, but right, there's, right. there's my answer for that. So, and I agree. I agree. I think one of the crazy things that I keep hearing people say a lot, and I personally keep hearing this is people say, well, I'm old. And it's like, well, how old are you? Well, I'm 40. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why all of a sudden did you get out of your thirties or something? And all of a sudden it's, I'm, I'm 40 and I'm old. Where, where does this, like, where does this, and, and I hear it, I, I hate to say it, but I hear it mostly from men. Where is this, this ideology coming from? I'll tell you something. When I was younger, I always wanted to be looked upon as being older, even in, so in, when I was younger in a nightclub with my father starting at two years old, of course, I wanted to look when I was 15, I wanted to behave like I was 25. Right. And I do think men, as they get older, 25, 30, 40, I think they get really better looking to be honest. But I also think with becoming older has a respect value to a certain degree, like kind of a status on the flip side. I don't necessarily think women feel that same way to a certain degree. I think a lot of women want to maybe stay more youthful in my opinion. That's just my opinion. But I do think men were programmed two years ago, I could say, because I was born in the 60s. But when we when you looked ahead, like when you saw a 40 year old guy back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, it's definitely not like a 40 year old guy. now. I also think a lot of men want to cop out and say, hey, this is it for me. I'm 40. This is my body. I don't want to necessarily have to worry about working out anymore. I got two, three kids or I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be bothered with my identity as much as before, you know, those type of things. So an easy out is saying, you know what? I'm old now. I don't have to work out. I'm old now. I don't got to worry right, about right. right the way I look in clothes or all these things. Then if they get a divorce, that's a whole nother story. But I think it's kind of a cop out a little bit, but some people like, you know, want to look older too. You know, you got these guys putting, you know, even marketing, as you know, or things they're putting gray hair on working out. And they're, they're doing these workouts for elderly men when they're only 40 years old, right? Right, right, right. You've got all these things going on. So, yeah, and, and, and I agree. I agree. I mean, there was, I don't know if you've seen him, but there was this guy on Instagram and his pictures and videos were floating around and they had nicknamed him Mr. Seal Your Grandma. Right. And, um, I think he was in his fifties at the time. And it was like, okay, why are we worried about, you know, people doing, doing these things, you know, in other words, it's, why are we worried about age so much? But I think you kind of really answered that, but how do people begin to work on, you know, their self-confidence after feeling this way. I always say when it comes to confidence, you know, you got to have confidence um, to truly, you know, if you want to become who you want to become, you got to have confidence to obviously do it. 
I kind of my program or what I kind of teach is, you know, living the life you want to lead, doing it with the people you want to do it with, right? That's really what life comes down to. If you're not doing what you want to do, what's the hell the sense of living? If you're not around the people you want to be around, what's the hell, you know, why are you around anyone? Um, so, but it really, I think a lot of it comes back to programming with confidence. Someone has either broken your confidence and a lot of that also could be because of failure. Because I think most of us go throughout our life failing. I call it fail forward. But you're going to fail more than succeed. Or if you're constantly succeeding, what are you really accomplishing? If you want to accomplish really amazing things or do incredible things, uh, it could be make more money. It could be in great relationships. It could be getting healthier. Whatever those things are, you got to have the confidence to believe that you can accomplish these things. But if it doesn't, if you don't believe it, how the hell is anybody else going to believe it? How's anybody else going to help you with it? Uh, not that you need them, but it kind of does go hand in hand. Right, right. In who you are. If you don't believe in, if you don't even believe in what you want to go after, what the hell are you going after it for? Like I have so many people saying, I want to look a certain way. Do you really? Because I don't, you know, when you talk to them, you want to look that way, but you don't want to put any effort into looking that way. I'll just shoot. Mm, okay, wait, wait, wait. I need you to say that again for the people in the back, because that is a huge thing that I keep coming across, that not putting effort into it. Well, you got to understand life is about creating a blueprint specifically for you, not for anyone else. And I don't care what happened in your past. I don't know what the hell is going to happen in your future but it's got to work for you. So if it's health and wellness, I'll just use, I don't have to follow anybody else's regimen. I can learn from them, maybe kind of try some things, but none of us live the same lifestyle. None of us eat the same foods. None of us go to bed at the same time. None of us for the most part have the same job. None of us really overall have nothing to do with what anybody else is doing. But for it to succeed, I have to make it succeed for me. I don't know. You have to create that for yourself. Don't depend on following others or don't depend on other people creating it for you. So I think that's where the confidence has to start from the beginning and saying, who the hell am I and what the hell do I want? Really? If you don't have that, like, and right. what's, what's not going to get in my way to get what I want? Right. So um, I don't want to get long-winded on your No, question. but that, that makes sense. It, it makes perfect sense. In other words, do what's best for you do what's best for you so okay you go from you know modeling being in a club being mm. all and then you decide hey i'm going to help other models become the best version of themselves what made you say okay it's not just models that need the confidence it's not just other people that need the confidence but you know, it's regular people. Well, I think everyone has to realize how unique they are. And they don't usually realize that. So when it came to modeling, when I, my first book, The Model Bible, I was trying to teach women truthfully and parents how to protect themselves in that industry because most are very foolish. Most have these, you know, these unrealistic expectation that they're going to get discovered and all of a sudden be on every magazine in the world and become a high fashion model and be traveling all over that's not going to happen right right but right i wanted to install confidence to say modeling is just a beginning point and you can after you know not just modeling but if you may want to take a lot of things you learn in 
iBook or in that industry and use it to your advantage. It could be becoming an entrepreneur. It could be maybe going into acting, producing, directing. It could be you becoming a designer. A lot of times back to confidence, let's just say, there's so many other avenues, but you got to kind of be open-minded, but you also have to have confidence again to say, I may have to pivot to a certain degree to get still what I want out of something. Modeling, you know, for the most part, very competitive. Not only that, the longevity of that for most women, I'm just using women, not men, it's not going to usually be that long for most. For you to become Tyra Banks as one in a million, Heidi Klum, one in a million. Also, if you're going to learn from them, I'd hate to say this, they're old <laughs> to a certain degree, not meaning old looking, but what I'm saying is when they broke into the industry, say 30 years ago, right? It was an entirely different industry. So right. I kind of, right. I wanted to teach people to have, it's a different level of confidence too now because the competition to a certain degree is at a much higher level. So when I went to modeling school, let's say in the eighties, there were only so many people, don't get me wrong. You know, I'd go to fashion shows, we would do certain things to get discovered was probably harder or to get maybe, I can't say more work, but now all of a sudden you take Instagram, let's just take or social media in general. Now you have millions of women, right? Wanting to be a model, millions of women taking photos. You know, that doesn't mean they're necessarily a model, but you, what kind of flipped was you had more access, but you were, the market was so much more flooded if that kind of makes sense. Right, right. In other words, the market got saturated because anyone could put their photos out there. Whereas before you had to go through an agency to get discovered. Yeah, and it was harder because they only took so many people kind of in the old days. And now, you know, they'll take a lot of agencies will take a lot more, let's just say, because of the internet. You could it's just entirely different. But what I let's put it this way, I'm a filmmaker. I used to make films. You know, when I was making independent films, there was only so many of us, let's say in the you know, 1990s and then early 2000s when I was making films. Now I can't even imagine there's hundreds of thousands of filmmakers, right? So if there was 5,000 independent films coming out a year, like when I think I was around, now there's hundreds of thousands. Just think of all the different outlets that you have to showcase movies besides the internet, besides all the, you know, all the different networks. And you know, as you could tell, streaming, all these different services. So on one end, it's great because I can, hey, man, I have, it's a lot easier to make a movie, right? Let's face it, the technology's there. It's easy, accessible, maybe to get different, actors get all these different things going but on the other end now i'm competing against hundreds of thousands of different people so there's strengths and weaknesses so definitely 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 so okay you have not one but two books i do one is the model bible which you have for women and yeah. the other one is the wingman the wingman which is for men so, okay, I'm pretty sure we kind of hit on the whole why you wrote the model Bible, but why the wingman? So I actually, so I was married for a long period of time and my ex-wife is still one of my best friends. But growing up in the bar nightclub business, uh, industry and then going into the fashion industry and then the film, I just realized most men do not, in my opinion, know how to really relate to women. That's just my perspective. I don't think they'd learn ever how to build relationships with women and friendships. I should, I should say friendships first, then kind of lead into relationships. And it's my book, you know, The Wingman isn't a pickup artist, quite the opposite. What I try to teach men more than anything is to protect themselves. 
Because a lot of times, you know, I think they get caught in these relationships that, and same with women that they don't necessarily belong in. Uh, it's mm. more a guideline. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a guy. It's kind of a guideline to help men learn to become friends with women before even getting in relationships with women. Not even having to spend tons of money on dating, uh, not being insecure, learning how to kind of throw a woman in the friend zone, kind of like how women throw men in the friend zone, learning to take your time, not always be the one chasing, not only not just liking who likes you, not always feeling like um, you have to put yourself in a position to be around women that you don't want to be around. Uh, it's quite the opposite. I teach you want to put yourself at the right place at the right time to meet the right type of women and learn how to date and take your time, if that kind of makes sense. So it's, yeah. it's a totally, it's, it's a relaxed type environment because a lot of guys get rejected. They don't know what to do. Right. So after right. a certain amount of time, they're, they're fearful. But here's the deal again. I try to teach them, listen, we are not there to hit on women. We are not there to try to have sex on, you know what I mean? We're not trying one-offs. We're not trying one-night stands. We don't have to be forced to have sex on the third date. You don't have to do all these things. Learn how to have friendships with women. And even if it works out or not, learning to keep those friendships. Because I'm all about, honestly, becoming friends with women. And then turn me becoming friends with them, not having sex with them. Because once you do that, the game's over. But once you have you have built friendships with women if it works out or not you know between you two if you're a good guy or a great woman whatever they're going to in turn introduce you to more people and more women so it's kind of right, just taking right. time and learning how to kind of i don't want to stay network but meeting really good people through other people not just going to your local bar and hitting on whoever you see or going to a nightclub and you know and uh doing that so and, that's and why i, I, I like I like that. I like the idea of the friendship because I think that's really what's missing and the taking your time because a lot of times I think, like you said, there's the whole, well, I'm going to the bar and I'm going to hit on this person or I'm going to let this person hit on me. And then, like you said, there's the one-off or there's the ending up in a relationship that you probably shouldn't have ended up in if you would have just taken your time. So, wow. I, I love this. I love this. I love this. This is so awesome. Thank, I have to say thank you for putting that out there. Seriously. Well, the thing is most men are programmed that they can't be friends with women. And I also think a lot of men date women and also a lot of times the woman will be like, you can't have friends that are women, which I never thought was fair. It's okay if it's right. in the workplace, but a lot of dudes are okay with their woman or their wife or who are fiance or whoever they're dating. Okay. Be having friends with men. But for some reason, I also think men frown upon being friends with women, especially after a breakup or, you know, a divorce or something when actually it should be quite the opposite. You know, I don't, I never understood where I could be dating somebody. I don't even know if I'm in love with them or not, but say I, I am in love with them. Then all of a sudden I break up, get a divorce or whatever. Now I despise them. I don't, uh, people need way more respect than that. I, and I don't, yeah. I, you know, I don't think men know how to handle rejection a lot of times, not to throw them under the, I think a lot of people have a problem with it. I shouldn't just say men, right? But they, right. you know, a lot of times, most of the time it's not going to work out, you know, let's face it in relationships, especially when you're younger. Uh, but you have to understand how to deal with that situation and learn to take the high road and understand that really you're all just friends. 
don't get with the ones you're having sex with a little more serious. But if you're not, you're back to being friends. At the end of the day, it's just respect for one another. It's it's respecting one another for who they are. So that is awesome. That is awesome. And I, I think that is that is one thing. And especially we as women don't get is that after a breakup, it is so hard. You know, it the, the rejection, the, you know, and and I think we always talk about the rebound, which is, you know, that getting back in the saddle, don't, you know, don't let it, but we don't recognize that that point where you're kind of like grieving that last relationship. And for some people, it can be harder than others. Of course. I mean, so, when a breakup, yeah, when a breakup happens, usually one is hurt more than the other, right? Let's call it for what it is. One is, it usually very seldom is it like, hey, let's just decide to break up. <laughs> you know, usually one cheated or one wants out. One's not right, interested. Right. One's not in love anymore. One wants to move away or one wants a different life, whatever. So one is hurt. So I think a lot of times, you know, you got to understand that. But I here's the thing I don't think a lot of women understand to a certain degree is, with a lot of young guys, especially I think in this day and age, it's or in the future, whatever, older, middle-aged, whatever, is handling the rejection aspect because men are always, let's face it, we're kind of hunters. I don't mean not to hurt anybody, but we're the ones who are always supposed to be the one for the most part to ask women out or kind of pursue them. But a lot of them get rejected a lot more than you'd even realize. And that takes a toll on them. That doesn't mean women don't get rejected. Let's not get crazy. Right, right. But I do think the toll it takes on a lot of men after getting rejected or embarrassed or being ghosted, which again, women can be ghosted too. But I do think women understand that they're kind of more being pursued where men are supposed right. to be the ones to pursue. But right. a lot of men aren't programmed to pursue. That does not mean they're not, a, it doesn't mean they're a bad guy. It doesn't mean they're a puss. It doesn't mean that they don't like women. They just, I think as time went on, lost a lot of confidence. And a lot of guys like a certain type of women, I believe, but they don't, again, have the balls to go after it again, because it, it could be programming. Their parents may have said, hey, we don't want you to date this type of girl because she's on this side of political side or religion, or she's this type of ethnic background, whatever the case may be, men have to get over that. And again, put themselves in a position where they are around the type of women they want to be around. So all of a sudden, if I like mm -hmm. Latin women, I got to go be around Latin women. I'm not going to go to a place where I'm around a bunch of, you know, women that aren't Latin. I'm just using and same, you know, with women. Right, right, so, right. So, takes, I, yeah, so. Yeah, so I, 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 I do have this question because I see it a lot with younger guys and there seems to be this, like you said, this disconnect. But then I, on the flip side, I see where, women and especially younger women are taught, you know, don't be so aggressive. So she may see mm -hmm. a guy that she may want to say, Hey, you know what? Not necessarily let's go on a date, but Hey, let's go, let's go have coffee. Let's go, let's go hang yeah. out. And, and usually at that point, it's like, well, you know, you're being a little bit too aggressive. You're being a little bit too assertive. And it's like, okay, how do how do we find that happy medium? Yeah, that's hard because I've always, that's ridiculous. I think we all put men and women in categories. So a woman that makes the move is a slut, right? A guy that makes the move 
at the whatever what he's saying you know what i mean he's kind of a i'm not saying a pickup artist but he could be a douchebag he could be whatever right it's like right. everybody wants to be pursued by who they want not who they don't want right in the, in the grand scheme of things so right. if, if you're at a bar and you got a bunch of goofy ass drunks or whatever you're like why are these assholes always why do i get why are the assholes sitting on me the guys too a lot of times may be getting pursued by women that they don't like either right i'm just saying so you got the flip of that but right. here's the deal again i don't care what side you're on if you learn how to talk to people and not interrogate not try your pickup lines or any of your bullshit people are going to have a wonderful conversation with you but most people do not know how to behave that way because once they become interested in somebody the opposite sex or the same sex they start talking differently they change their personality or they may have to have, they may have a few drinks in them they may be high they may be too aggressive they don't also men i will say for the most they don't know how to have a normal conversation with a woman they don't know like even at Starbucks, like saying, hey, how you doing? You know what? I'm going to go to the restroom. Can you watch my computer? I'm going to come back. You come back. Hey, can I get you a cup of coffee? I really appreciate that. No, I love your purse, sir. What do you do? You go to school around here? Just a normal conversation. But, right, right, right. Same with women. Start it slow and have a normal conversation. Uh, that's what I always say. And just start, again, it's got to start from, in my opinion, a friendship. Right. But a lot of, you got to understand you're, I don't know how young you are, but a lot of people are better at communicating through the phones now than they are personally. Right. 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 I, I, and I, right. I find that as well, is that a lot of people are, Hey, let's, you know, they will, they will converse with you over the phone, but it's like you get in person and it's like, hi. How's yeah. Weather? They're shit in the pants. They can't look at you in the eyes. They right? can't look at you. They can't say anything to you. And, 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 and it's crazy because I even noticed this, like people are having conversations, but they're looking forward. They're not looking at each other. And this is regardless of age. And yeah. as before we used to be taught, Hey, look in the eye, yeah. look a person in the eye. I think we are all kind of always thinking of our phone or we are always being distracted or before we weren't to a certain degree, because I think now with say you just have your phone near you you're thinking maybe of an email you're thinking of a podcast you got to do maybe someone's texting you what's going on in social media what's going on in youtube you know what's what are all these things what so before i will just say if you take the phone out of the equation and i'm sitting across from you what's going to distract me nothing really right i mean i'm going to be right. thinking maybe work or my life but i don't have these other distractions right I do think a lot in this day and age have things on their mind other than their, their mind is almost other places than where they're at. And that's when right. if you look at anybody looking at their right. phone, we're, we're somewhere else. We're not usually present. And that happens. That happens. Right. And I think that's really what it is, is the lack of presence, the lack of presence. So, okay. Question. When someone comes to see you, when they say, Hey, Rich, I want a consultation with you. What is one of the first things you ask of them? I, I guess it depends on what they're looking for, honestly. So if, is it anti-aging? Is it health and wellness? Is it going to be, you know, finding uh, like better dating advice, I guess you could say, is it going to be uh, more image driven where it's going to be fashion related, right? Is it going to be a wardrobe? Is it going to be a style? Uh, I, I think back to the blueprint, I try to first figure out what exactly is somebody looking for? Because I think a lot of people want to make a massive, a huge change, let's say, with an image consulting thing. One is they may not have enough money, 
to make the changes they want. Number two, unrealistic. Number three, they want to do it too quickly. Um, so you have all these different types of things that I think when people come to see someone like me, they're like, hey, I, I want to lose 30 pounds. Can we do it in 30 days? I'm like, are you out of your mind? I'm not that guy. You go to, you know, if you want it, you can do that. I'm the guy who's going to take it actually very slow. I, I, I call myself the sloth, but a lot of times people may think they want to lose 30 pounds and actually it's only 20, right? But uh, it's just building a blueprint again for what's going to work for them. I'm also not going to be somebody to say, hey, we're going to start doing an unrealistic type of workout here. Because even if you do, do lose 30 pounds and we go on this diet, what are you going to look like in six months? Are you going to keep that diet going? Right, Probably not. Right. Are you going to keep that type of workout going? Right. Probably not. We have to make sure whatever you're wanting to do it fits within your lifestyle and it's a realistic approach and we're consistent. And when we get to where we need to be, maintain it. Cause that's what most people, mm -hmm. I don't care if it's losing weight or dressing a certain way or for, you know, you go out one week, you buy all these new clothes and you think you look stylized. I see them in six months. You know what I mean? They either gained weight, lost weight or their style. They never improved on their style or they got caught looking a certain way. Now they don't like that. You know, there's all these different types of things, but it's really just starting. It's what I do. It's a journey. It's like, it's not going to be something I help people with like in two months or three months. Mine is going to kind of be for a longevity because I just say right. health and wellness image, and being open-minded to realize that a lot of times you may think I want to look like this. Then you get there and you're like, holy shit, I don't like the way I look like this. Well, then what, you know what I mean? Let's pivot. What do you not like about this? What do you like about this? What can we improve on? You wanted the, you know, even getting bigger. We always talk about losing weight or dressing a certain way, but, you know, say you want to get bigger and stronger. A lot of people, this takes time. So I hope I answered your question that way. Yes, you definitely did. You definitely did. So, okay. One of the crazy things that I keep hearing all over, people ask me about it all the time is this new thing with the high valued man hmm. and okay. high value man, according to this, whomever came up with this definition is someone that's making six, seven figures and is over six feet and is all these things. And mm -hmm. it seems like there is this group of women that want this high valued man. Now, I will tell you, I, I don't go by those standards, but right. this is what is being promoted. And it's almost like I've seen women go and have these augmentations where they're even having a rib taken out or they're going and doing all these things just to try to secure the bag, so to speak. Mm, it's ridiculous. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So what, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? Because I know that also has to deal with a lot of self-confidence. Well, I do hear these things kind of, especially with women in college and things wanting to date men in their say thirties or forties that are already established right? Or they're already financially kind of set up to, instead of saying dating another guy who's just say in college, who doesn't have as much money, maybe starting off with a lot of debt, right? Right, kind of. right. Uh, now, when you're saying what you're saying, are you talking about like the woman wanting this type of man and willing to change her identity to be with that type of man? 
Right. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing women going on these starvation diets. Mm -hmm, I've seen mm -hmm. women who have uh, plastic surgery funds. So just so that they can, and, and this is what they're actually literally calling it. So they can secure the bag, the bag being the man. (laughs) Yeah. And I see there's a fine line there kind of, it's interesting with confidence, right? Cause you may have a woman that's like, I have the confidence to go on, let's say dating websites where I'm only looking for guys that make over a hundred grand that only look this way. Uh, especially if I'm going to have children with them, I want this type of man. Again, I don't know what nationality, I don't know what it is, right? Whatever her lives in maybe a certain location. I'm just saying that as well has the confidence to kind of do all that. But then at the same time, doesn't have enough confidence in herself to make herself become that person. Right, like, right, right, right. So you're trying to match. You're trying to do something to uh, to get the attention of somebody else. Like you're almost, in my opinion, when I see women or men, and I've seen men do this too. Even in Beverly, when I lived in California, you had guys that went after women that were very wealthy. But I'm like. What does that say about you? Now, I'm not saying that's bad because a lot of women and men want to date sometimes people that are going to take care of them. If that's what you right. want, that's what right. you want. But I think changing your identity for something out there that you don't even know if it's going to work or not, like having this image, it's kind of like when you have this image of California, I'll just use for an example, because I've lived there and being in the film industry, you think making movies is all about red carpet and glamour and all these type of things and winning awards. It's nothing like that, really. It's that's the smallest part of being in that industry. It's right. a lot of okay. hard work, failure, and all these other things. But back to you as a woman, I, I, I really I don't understand why, and just this is just my thing, is I don't I want to become the best for like for myself, not for anyone else. So really, if somebody is not willing to accept who I am, then what I don't want to change myself, I should say, for something that I don't even know if it's realistic. Just because you're a, a guy with a hundred grand, right, or a millionaire, let's say, um, don't think that he's going to like you because you're thin or because you're a certain whatever you think you are, because most men aren't stupid. Beauty's a bad investment. What a, what women a lot of times I think where they screw up is is if you look at even a very powerful people, a lot of times, I don't care if they're politicians, I don't care if they're actors, I don't care if they're businessmen, entrepreneurs, all of them. A lot of times they date beautiful women, don't get me wrong. But if you really look at them, a lot of it's intelligence. A, a, they like to date usually a lot of them, not trophy wives all the time. Yeah, there's that too. But a lot of men like to you know, date very smart, intelligent women because they, if they're going to plan on having children with them as well, yeah, you may look great. I talk about that in my book. You may look beautiful now, right? But again, if you're dumb as a box of rocks and you don't have anything to offer besides maybe sex, what else are you going right. to bring to the table? Right. right? Like what right. I always talk about. So I think they undervalue being intelligent and cultured and all these things, how valuable that is. I'd, I'd rather date somebody who has really nothing that I like. That's very interesting that, you know, I don't, you know, cultured and has so much uh like i'm always learning from they're always teaching me something that loves to do what i love to do compared to somebody who's beautiful that just wants to sit on the beach or just go sit or you know travel and i think that's where kind of the the screw up is there in my opinion wow okay ladies i hope you're listening i really do because that 
you just okay rich you just drop gems like nobody's business like seriously seriously most women don't i don't care if it's men or women don't undervalue yourself right i'm just telling you and a lot of times you may be not wealthy now and you want to date somebody wealthy but in the future don't think it might not flip either you may be wealthy and that person may end up not that wealthy so i think people have this unrealistic thing like if they date wealthier men they're going to be wealthy forever that's not always the case you can't always i have two daughters in their 20s if you're going to base your life on other people's income and their lifestyle you're going to bank on that for your future now don't get me wrong some it works out and you get a divorce or whatever or you live for happily ever after but a lot of times you're going to get burned so you have to succeed independently not depend on anyone else just in my opinion i don't care if you're a guy a girl or whatever the hell right oh my gosh so rich you also have a youtube channel you have a podcast you're not just a writer an author and a movie maker (laughs) you are you are like you've got so many things going on in the pot so what is your podcast my can you swear on your podcast i didn't even want to do that anyways but my original concept of the podcast it's called the rich trelenza show wtf are you talking about so i think you'd kind of understand what that means yes 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 okay and i'm glad you asked that because we do have some people that kind of listen with their kids and it's like of course yeah so yeah wow okay okay so that that podcast first just started off me kind of I'm more like rants and I do do interviews with other people as well. I've done a lot on you. uh, I'm sorry, zoom on audio, but it was more or less rants on me kind of going against what a lot of people are usually talking about, because I look at things from a totally different perspective. Again, it could be relationships. It could be also giving advice on like how to help people live an extraordinary life affordably also protecting people. I love help, or at least my advice, because I've had so many ups and downs throughout my life, but it's really about helping people protect themselves, men and women. I talk about even buying a car, or I could be talking about health and wellness, how to shop uh, and learn how to, you know, uh, buy clothes resale or consignment. Right, right. Um, Not getting taken advantage of, not getting obsessed with money all the time and understanding there's a lot more to life than just money. How to build strong relationships. Also, how to end relationships, you know? And I just think a lot of us were programmed and a lot of it's bullshit. And I just try to kind of go against the grain a little bit to say, I throw everybody under the bus. That's basically what, including myself. (laughs) So that's, it's like, you know, stuff comes out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to call, this is my opinion on this, but it's not political, not religious, none of that. It's really about, uh, I just love helping other people and maybe they could take what I've learned and maybe utilize it to help them. That is awesome. That is awesome. Oh my gosh, that's so great. So, okay, where can they find your podcast? You can just go to my website, richchalenza.com. There's a, that's on there or just put Rich Chalenza Show. But if you Google my name, I'm just telling you, there's so many, there's so much stuff out there on me and I'm, the podcast is going to pop up. The YouTube channel is going to pop up. My program's going to pop up. All that stuff's going to pop up. So, but yeah, you could just start at the main site. <laughs> okay. And what about your books? My books, you can get them through my web. Uh, the easiest way again is through my website, but also the model Uh, 
wingman uh what do i what is that domain it's been a while let me pull it up actually holy cow you caught me off guard here <laughs> so my my wingman the book.com i think it's i have the model bible.com and model bible.com i think both uh you can again go to richcholenza.com those links will lead you but you can go to amazon ibooks what nook uh, Barnes and Nobles, whatever the hell you want to say. So both of those books you can get as eBooks. That is awesome. That is awesome. So guys, you don't even have to go anywhere. It can be contactless reading. And this way you can find out one, how to get your confidence up two, how to become friends before you jump into something crazy. And guess what? You get to see this amazing looking man who I still cannot believe he's in his 50s and you can ask if he has any slots available for you know consulting so yes yes and yes that would be like masteringselfconfidence.com that's my other website that one's for the consulting relationship for men I have a new website coming out with the anti-aging, but yes, if you have any questions, men are, I've actually been doing a lot more women with consulting because I think they're kind of shocked at my approach. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. From, I, I will say this from what's been going on. And since we couldn't go into the out, uh, there's been this weird flip-flop of things and you're probably going to have a lot of, lot more women coming to you because it's just like, what you're saying is so different from what we've been hearing. I mean, I, I was sitting here literally with my jaw dropped, like, is he really saying this? Is he really saying, take your time, not beating on anybody, not browbeating anyone, just, you know, you're, you're, you're getting to the heart of what's needed for everyone. It's not, just strictly for women it's not just strictly for men but you're really in the middle and i'm loving this yeah, well most people want to interrogate <laughs> i call it date you know interrogate dating or interrogate relationships um you gotta understand any relationship you come into it's a fresh new start and a lot of times you want to learn obviously you want to realize you want to learn from your past relationships but you gotta also throw yourself under the bus a little bit and say you know probably want one of the reasons a lot of my relationships aren't working out is because of me. Uh, it's my behavior, right. my attitude, um, or I keep dating the same type of person. That's not right for me. I'm just saying, you know, right. Uh, you right. you got to first start with yourself. <clears throat> Everyone's always looking to blame someone else, but right. what, what anyone tells me, it's a friendship. It's a friendship and respect from, for one another. That's what it starts with. And I always, I, I say, really take your time with not only like a few weeks, I'd say a couple months. I also don't even like dating at the beginning anymore because I think a lot of men, one can't afford to date to a certain point or they put themselves in too much debt. And if they yeah. pick up the jab or, uh, yeah. jab or not, but a lot of times in this day and age, it's meeting up for coffee, maybe meeting up at the gym, just meeting up, you know, with groups of people and taking your time like months and months, because a lot of us have sex too early a lot of mistakes. You could catch a disease. You can knock someone up. Plus, once you have sex, the dynamic changes. You really sometimes don't even know that person just because right. you went on two or three dates. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not saying you're going to know them in two months either, but you know as well as I do. I don't know if you've ever been in these situations where if you, if you don't have sex very quickly and you just take your time a month or two, I think women know this like, holy shit, did I dodge a bullet there? 
right? You start right. to learn about this person's lifestyle. You hang right. out with a little more with them, even in groups. Like, hey, how's he handle it in groups or her? Are they getting smashed? Are they drugs are they involved there? Do, are they late all the time? Are they, you know what I mean? Are they responding? Because let's face it, at the beginning, a lot of times when you want to have sex with someone, I guess you could say, there's a performance going on, I call it. So they're going to be on their best behavior, especially men, right? Until they score. And then what's it like too? And same with women once they, you know, so we got to figure that out. Right, and, uh, right. And one thing, okay, I have to ask Rich, because I've been talking to guys about this a lot lately. And I will say this, for women, it changes, it really does change once sex becomes a factor. It really does change for us mentally and emotionally once sex becomes a factor. Of course. And it's just like, guys are like, huh? What do you mean? No, for women, it really does change. And I mean, now I've seen women like, oh yeah, it's just going to be a one-off. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Wait, wait, what, huh? (laughs) Well, it's the same with men too. Don't kid yourself because once you have sex with them and they like it, right? Let's call it for what it is. Now, every time you go on a date, how's that date going to end? right? Are we going to your place and coming to mind on your, now all of a sudden your mindset is sex. It's not learning more about this person, which is fine. Right. right? right. It's more or less now for the next month or two, right? How much sex can I have with this person? If I'm going to be spending money on her, shouldn't I be having sex? You know, all these stupid things, like to a certain degree, or if we're going to be doing this, uh, why don't we, if we're going to go travel now, which is whatever, like you date somebody a few times and you go, let's go on a trip together. You're expecting a lot of times men, you're, you're planning on having a lot of sex. I'm just saying we're, you know, now kind of the focus is sex. It's not really building a relationship. Now, again, if that's what you want out of it, but I do think it does get confusing with women because you kind of put yourself out there. Now I'm not telling you to constantly throw them in the friend zone either for long, long periods of time, because they will lose interest because they feel like they're getting rejected too, maybe. And I'm not telling you when they have sex or not. That's none of my business. But I think waiting a couple months and again, figuring things out to say, do I really want to be with this person? I'm talking relationship wise. Am I enjoying this person? Throw sex out of it because once sex starts, it's a whole different dynamic, which could even be better. But a lot of times it isn't. So, um, or it lasts only a certain amount of time. Anyways, that's my two cents with it. I think neither one of us kind of looks at the other point, but I do see a lot of women maybe Right. They, you know, men are the gas, women are the brakes. You know what I mean? But men have to learn to put the brakes on too. Right. Right. I'm just saying, and they don't do that. But I think sometimes they're afraid to throw a woman in the friend zone because they're not used to being in a position to say, hold on. Even if the woman makes the move, he's like, hold on. I don't know you too well. Let's kind of figure this out. Yeah. Again, I don't even know if a lot of women can handle that because they'll be like, wait a minute, why would this guy ever put the brakes on me? So you have that component as well, which is tricky. But again, if you're not caught up with dating so much or be, you know, like that at the beginning and just taking your time from a distance, you don't have to be in that position. But a lot of guys that I help, they become a lot more attractive. I'm not going to lie. They're going to look a lot better. They become a lot smoother. They know how to talk to women and become friends. Then they start realizing they have to reject women, the ones they don't want. Right? right. I'm just saying. And then they're like, right. holy shit. Now I know what it feels like on the other end, how women being pursued are like, no, I want to put the brakes on here. 
So it is an inch. Everything's got its own dynamic to it. Right, right. And I, I think one of the things, and and I'm even guilty of calling it this, is the friend zone needs to be stopped looking at as the penalty box. Yes. Because that, that's one of the things is like, as a woman, we, we put a guy in the friend zone and all of a sudden he's like, oh, all right, well, I've been friend zoned, so you don't want me. And, and now it becomes this hostile situation that it doesn't really have to be. So yeah, I think for everyone, we have to stop looking at the friend zone as a penalty box. And if we build that friendship first, then hey, you get you get you get to know this person the full person yes you just get to know hey you know what what were they like and and let's be real i mean and and, and i know you know it rich that we send our representative on the first couple of dates yeah we we do and you don't know that you know she's really kind of bossy or she's you know or yeah he's he's not that he's not the greatest person he may have been on time those two couple of times and it was just a fluke so yeah I I think the friend zone thing needs to change and start looking at it as hey this is the building period yeah for sure there's no question put it this way too like if you're I think if, if I here's the deal though if you get thrown in the friend zone a lot of guys one is they immediately think, say, so you throw me in the friend zone. They immediately think, oh, she's got a boyfriend. She's not interested in me. Uh, all these different types of things, which may be the case, but it also may not be the case. But if you get thrown in the friend zone, I'm just saying, and you just become friends with this person, in time, maybe you meet her other friends again, and you meet her family members. You know what I mean? And you get to maybe do different things in groups again. You're really kind of figuring this person out and vice versa. When you then, you know, when you have sex saying you immediately kind of, and a lot of people, let's face it, once they kind of have sex, they all of a sudden think they're in a relationship when a lot of times one or the other may not feel that way. One of them is like, no, I'm just having sex with you. You're a friend with benefits. The other one's like, oh, I thought we're in love and I'm going to introduce you to my parents next month. Right. Well, right. Instead of all that bullshit, these are all rules that I don't have any idea who made them up, but let's just take this slow because again, when you're around somebody before you have sex or a certain amount of times and other people, because let's face it, if you end up in a relationship with this person, you're going to be surrounded by these people no matter what. So bring them around too. Like, so I, if I'm a guy, I throw the girl in the friend zone. She's cool with it. We meet up for coffee. Next time she meets up with me and my friends. Next time we may uh, go, I'll be like, hey, my parents are having a party. I think you're really cool. Come on by. Let's see how it works out. Because if they're interested too, you can start seeing, seeing how they behave. Cause it's all, I mean, it's all about, you know, behavior. <laughs> Let's call it for right, what it is. Right. How are we behaving within the environment we live in? Somebody you may have, you know, dating a few days or a few months, I'm sorry. And then all of a sudden you start to bring them into your circle and they clash with everybody or they're jealous or they're insecure. Very true. They don't want to be true. this. They don't want you to be this. Like, wait a minute here. I didn't know this side of you. Well, you know, just, take your time with it anyways that's my exactly exactly yeah and most here's i'll wrap it up with this the person you're usually talking to is not for you but again you know even if you date them or go become friends they're most likely not for you but you think they are a lot of times okay okay but usually they know other people for the most part that would be better for you 
And that's a fact I'm telling you yeah. right now, yeah. because I have a lot, you're right. I'm just telling you because like, you think a lot of men, I'll just say, they're just the one that gives them the phone number is the one that they're going to be with, which is ridiculous. But I, like I said earlier, you become friends with that person. You don't have sex with them. It doesn't kind of work out. But again, if you're cool, she'll be like, you know what? I know the perfect girl for you. Or I have some other friend that I think you should introduce. And you can be cool as a dude to say, you know what? I got a buddy. He loves what you love. He does what you do, whatever I'm just saying, or if I ever run into somebody. So it's kind of more vouching for one another. But I think that's the best way a lot of times to build other friendships and meet other people is other people introducing you because there's kind of value there. It's not me just going on Tinder or Bumble and I'm random. I'm just right, right, right. Oh my gosh. Thank you. That's my theory. It has been amazing having you. I swear you have been dropping like gem after gem after gem. I, I've, I've been sitting here for a lot of it with my jaw dropped like, oh my gosh, he's really saying this. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know if a lot of people agree with me, but I think that's, that's just why I think the best approach. Yes. Oh my gosh. So all of his information will be in the show notes. You can find out how to get in contact with him, how to get his books, how to find his podcast, his YouTube channel, everything, you know, and ladies, yes, he is taken. So no hitting him up, no sliding into the DMs, none of that. We're not doing that. Remember, it's 2021. We're going into 2022. We're we're not doing that. Okay. Remember, this is a man that also believes in being friends first. So don't be upset when you're friend zone. You slide into the DMs and he's like, hey, buddy, how are you? So don't get mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like everybody though. I mean, I, mean, I just, I kind of, I used to be an asshole, ignorant, like I would think a lot of young men or whatever, maybe in my surroundings, but you, you just kind of grow out of it. <laughs> or at least exactly. I do. And exactly. I don't think a lot of people do. I don't think a lot of people do. I, I keep telling people age does not denote maturity. So yes, you're right. You are definitely right. So guys, I hope that you got all of those gems that Rich was a dropping. Oh my goodness. But make sure you check out his YouTube channel. Of course, his website, his two books, both for men and women and his podcast. All of his information will be in the show notes. So of course you won't miss a thing. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping.